This is Liz Scafidi at UN News. Following his first visit to the Central African Republic, the newly appointed Special Coordinator on Improving UN Response to Sexual Exploitation and Abuse, or SEA, underscored the need to turn words into deeds when it comes to zero tolerance of the scourge. During his first field visit since taking office this month, Christian Saunders reiterated the UN's firm stance against any and all such acts. Where abuses do occur, perpetrators will be held accountable, he declared, including through criminal investigations that could lead to job loss or imprisonment, he told Pascal Isidore Boutin, coordinator for One Journalist Network in Africa fighting gender-based violence. Sexual exploitation and abuse is a heinous act. It's a heinous crime. It's a, it's a scourge on our societies. My role is to try to eradicate it within the United Nations system. The Central African Republic is actually your first outing since you took office earlier this month. Why did you choose the Central African Republic for this um, first outing? I chose the Central African Republic because it's a country in conflict. It has a large, vulnerable population. It is a, a country of poor and hungry people. It is a country with issues concerning infrastructure, so it's difficult to get to remote areas. It has a high number of troops in its peacekeeping force. It has a large number of United Nations personnel in its humanitarian response programs. And thus it represents a high risk for the incidence of sexual exploitation and abuse. That's principally why I came. Looking at sexual exploitation and, and abuse, how can the UN learn from its past negative experiences? I'm asking this also in relation to the Central African Republic and do better in its fight against sexual exploitation and abuse? That's an important question. I think we can all learn from experience. We can see what happened. We can try and ascertain why it happened, what the environment was that allowed it to happen, what was in place to prevent it from happening that didn't work, what we need to do now going forward in order to correct any deficiencies, to address any risks, and to use what we've learned to ensure it doesn't happen again. You've spent about a week in the Central African Republic already. Do you believe that the UN family in the country is united in its approach to prevent sexual misconduct, that is by UN personnel, and to hold perpetrators to account and to support the victims? Do you think the UN family is united in this endeavor? I do think that the United Nations family is united in this endeavor. But it's important to put into practice what we have learned in terms of prevention, in terms of addressing, in terms of our support to victims. So, in short, it's time to turn words into deeds. While in CAR, that's the Central African Republic, you met with representatives of the civil society, including women's groups. In fact, you just finished a meeting with a group of them. In your view, what role can civil society play in the UN's efforts to eradicate sexual exploitation and abuse? I think they play a critical role in many aspects of the prevention and addressing sexual exploitation and abuse. They can advocate against sexual exploitation and abuse. They can talk to young people where they see young people getting into trouble. They can help them to address the issues. They can advocate. They can walk around their neighborhoods to ensure that their neighborhoods are safe. There are many different things that civil society can do to help the United Nations to 
prevent and address sexual exploitation and abuse. They can denounce perpetrators and they can also help us with addressing the needs of the victims. Do you think the United Nations is doing enough to support the victims? I think we're not doing enough. I think we're committed to supporting the victims, whether that's through medical care, psychosocial care, legal assistance, or financial assistance through income generating projects and projects to help them live better lives and to support any children that they have. Do I think we're doing enough as of this point? No, but I think we're on the right track and we will keep working hard at this. This effort, of course, is being led by the Victims' Rights Advocate Office and the Senior Victims' Rights Officer here based in the Central African Republic. Why would you think it's important for everyone, including UN staff, to report any possible acts of misconduct, to raise the red flag if they sense that there's something wrong somewhere? I think it's important as a decent human being. If you see something that is wrong, you need to say something. You need to denounce it. Those who do not subscribe to the values of the United Nations need to be held to account. So, yes, it's important that people that know something, they say something. If you don't, you're an accessory. What more do you think needs to be done to prevent sexual misconduct by UN personnel? Or do you think we can do a little more? I think a lot is being done. I think we could do a lot more. I think people need to understand that it's a part of all our responsibilities. Whatever level you are in the organization, whether you're a staff member, contractor, working with the organization, an implementing partner, a manager or a leader, you have a responsibility to prevent and to report SEA when it happens. And people need to understand that we need to be constantly vigilant against SEA and we need to denounce it when it happens. Would you have any particular message to share with uh, the people of the Central African Republic? And of course, including uh, UN personnel. Let me first address the issue of UN personnel. I'm very proud of the work that you're doing in MINUSCA to protect the civilian population and to maintain peace. But let me be very clear that there is no place for sexual exploitation and abuse in the United Nations. And if you commit sexual exploitation and abuse, you will be punished. You will be held to account for your actions. And that may very well mean that you lose your job. It may also mean that there are criminal investigations against you and you may go to jail. So be very clear. There is no place for sexual exploitation and abuse in the United Nations. The people of Central African Republic, my heart goes out to them. They have an incredibly difficult life. They're living under conflict. Maybe I can give you a quote from the Secretary General because I cannot say it better myself. He said, enduring peace and security can only be achieved if all members of society have equal opportunities, protection, access to resources and services, and participation in decision making. I think that is a very important statement. And I'd like to just end on that note.